Woi woi, woi woi, woi woi. Then it then go on the radio again. Yo, if you wanna smoke free weed, go board yourself. You need to go plant a seed. Go board yourself, make your knowledge increase. Go board yourself, go board yourself, go board yourself. You wanna smoke. Hey everybody! All right, welcome to episode number eighty of Grow Bud Yourself. We got a special holiday episode for you guys. Um, Mike and I are going to talk about some of the news of the week. Uh, we're going to get into our stoner holiday survival guide, how to survive the holidays as a stoner, as well as the cultivation segment in which I have a grow tip on the most common weed mutations and genetic abnormalities, plus grow Q&A answers to your questions. Uh, all brought to you by Excelsior Extracts, Sweet Leaf Nutrients, and Rocket Seeds. Stick around for episode number 80 coming at you. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of our favorite sponsors, Excelsior Extracts. Outcast and TOH from Excelsior are incredible people, incredible growers, and they make an amazing product. Their THC-infused pain rub is made by patients for patients, and it provides powerful relief from pain. This product was developed to treat Outcast's chronic pain, and trust me, this is a super potent topical that really works. You can find out more about Excelsior on Instagram at Excelsior Extracts. That's E-X-C-E-L-S-I-O-R-E-X-T-R-A-C-T-S. Uh, DM them there to learn more about their amazing pain rub. And don't forget to tell them that Grow Bud Yourself sent you. Hey, all right. Welcome back. As always, thanks to DJ Jacques and Winstrong. Uh, we love the song, and thank you uh, for that. How you doing, Mike G? Doing okay. Got a little cold, so the voice is probably going to be a little, uh, sound a little stuffy. But okay, other than that. It's, well, that, it's that time of year, you know. Exactly. It's true, you know. And, uh, but we, you know, we wanted to squeeze this show in. It's probably, it's going to come out a little after Thanksgiving. But it's sort of our, um, our Thanksgiving episode. And uh, it's like our way of, of, of joining you for Thanksgiving because we're so thankful to all of our listeners. Exactly. 100%. We made it 80 shows here 80 with you shows. guys, uh, which is pretty awesome and uh, quite an achievement. We really appreciate you guys uh, supporting us, especially on Patreon. Uh, that's just a really amazing uh, place. And we really appreciate the support uh, over there from from listeners man because uh it's really you guys that uh that keep us going and we don't reach we don't get advertisers without uh reaching you guys as listeners so uh yeah as far as thanksgiving goes i'm thankful for uh people checking out the show the old you know free weed show and then and then coming with us over to grow bud yourself which you know is not a you know corporate owned show it's just me and mike uh we are the co-founders co-owners co-hosts uh i wouldn't say co-producers because he's the producer co-conspirators uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and uh yeah so i mean i guess that's what i would say you know as long as as long as we're just talking about being thankful thankful for health and family and uh thankful for cannabis and and the laws changing not nearly quick enough but changing in our favor uh constantly for the most part although there's some hiccups in that road as well you know i think we'll we'll be mentioning some of that 
uh, here. Yeah, do you, do you think we should get into some news? Yeah, why not? Let's, uh, let's hit them with some news. All right, well, uh, our listeners know this one really grinds our gears. We've kind of railed about this before, but the story is about South Dakota. Uh, voters there legalized cannabis on Election Day in 2020. It was a constitutional amendment that was passed by 54% of the voters, and this law would have allowed possession of up to an ounce of pot. It also would have implemented retail sales and even permitted home cultivation. The only problem is that Governor Kristi Noem there uh, opposed legalization, and she actually instructed Highway Patrol Superintendent Rick Miller to file a lawsuit, essentially on her behalf, that challenged the amendment that legalized cannabis. And so uh, back in February, a circuit judge there heard the case. By the way, that circuit judge was appointed by Governor Nome in 2019. And sort of unsurprisingly, she agreed with Governor Nome, ruled that the uh, amendment that was passed by South Dakota voters was on unconstitutional. And so um, this whole time since February, we've been waiting for the Supreme Court to make its ruling on whether it would uh, uphold this lower court decision or would actually allow cannabis to be legalized in South Dakota. And just today we learned that the state Supreme Court upheld the lower court's ruling in a four-to-one decision. Basically, just to make this very simple, um, the, the issue at stake here is that constitutional amendments in South Dakota can only deal with one subject. And so Governor Nome got this lawsuit going on a technicality because the constitutional amendment that legalized cannabis dealt with multiple subjects. And the Supreme Court agreed with the lower court that the amendment legalizing cannabis is unconstitutional. The Chief Justice wrote, it is clear that Amendment A contains provisions embracing at least three separate subjects, uh, each with a distinct object or purpose. Naturally, Governor Nome was thrilled with this decision, saying that, quote, South Dakota is a place where the rule of law and our constitution matter, and that's what today's decision is about. We do things right, and how we do things matters just as much as what we were doing. So... South Dakota that, for better marijuana laws, they uh, call this ruling extremely flawed and disrespectful, saying, quote, the court has rejected common sense and instead used a far-fetched legal theory to overturn a law passed by over 225,000 South Dakota voters based on no logical or evidentiary support. So that's what's going on in South Dakota. Uh, legalization there for the moment is, uh, is dead. Yeah, what an awful thing. What an awful governor and awful Supreme Court decisions. I mean, it just seems crazy. The people voted on this. Uh, it was decided by the people. That's what democracy is. That's what it looks like, people deciding things uh, that maybe you don't necessarily agree with, but the majority does. Uh, and for the governor to turn around and, and, and I don't know, I just, I hope the people of South Dakota, you know, get it get another opportunity to vote and i hope that they do it you know in an outstanding manner you know over 60 percent uh and really just you know create that that thing that you're talking about where there's home grow and there's possession you know and and all, all of those things 
And because this is really just them, you know, moving the goalposts and, and they know eventually, she knows it's eventually going to be legal. She knows that that's what the people want. Um, but she, they're just going to stand in the way of it uh, as much as they can. Uh, but they can't stop it. So even though it's an idiotic thing that happened and, and it's so obviously anti-democratic and, and ridiculous to overturn uh, the vote of the people, uh, but I just hope that the people... Uh, will turn around and make it known that they they just want, they're not going to allow that and they're going to vote for it in such overwhelming numbers and get rid of any governors or or justices uh, vote them out to if they stand in the way of the will of the people. I mean, it's so clear, uh, and it's not even a partisan issue at this point. You know, it's everyone supports legalization, the majority of every state and, and the majority of the nation and the world. So, yeah, it's just, it sucks, you know, that uh, it's not being implemented immediately, but I'm hoping that it'll galvanize South Dakotans and, you know, people in general uh, to just vote and speak out and not support politicians that uh, will overturn the will of democracy and the people. Right. And Crazy. to that point, advocates are already uh, at work trying to get a uh, ballot measure on the next uh, ballot for voters to, to take up next November. But, you know, the, the, the point is that cannabis was legalized. They did it. And, you know, South Dakota, of all places, it was one of four states on Election Day in 2020, along with uh, New Jersey, Arizona and Montana to legalize cannabis. And now uh, that is no longer the case and I just want to say this one last thing because it really bothers me. Governor Noem is on record saying that the voters in South Dakota, the, the same voters that elected her, made, quote, the wrong choice when they approved uh, the legalization amendment. So I guess she's picking and choosing um, what is correct and incorrect for voters to decide now. But it's just very disturbing. People should be outraged. I mean, if, yeah. if I lived in South Dakota, I would be calling that office i would protest it's that. not her that's place just un- to say if it's, it's right or wrong you can't, it's right you're it's the that's not how democracy works and uh the people's will should be the people's will and that's how that's how this works and you can't decide for the people what's best for them that they've already voted on that they want it's just not okay all right well um this is going to be a bit of a shorter show because it's the uh, you know uh, this is we're recording the day before Thanksgiving, but um, we wanted to do one more news story. We didn't get to talk about this story last week, but then uh, it sort of evolved since then. So we figured we should cover it now. So uh, many of you at this point might have heard that last week, Michigan issued that state's largest ever uh, cannabis recall. And that was due to what officials were calling um, inaccurate or unreliable results in the testing. So the Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency ended up recalling 64,000 pounds of pot, which was uh, $229 million total of pot products, uh, saying that they were potentially harmful products and needed to be either retested or uh, disposed of. So the weed in question was tested by Veritas Laboratories between August 10th and November 16th. And so now the lab there, Veritas, is suing the state's regulatory agency, calling this recall unjustified, prejudiced, and retaliatory, uh, with no public health or safety risk justifying it. 
So this is actually really interesting. Viridis Labs is essentially saying that the MRA, the, the regulatory uh, body for cannabis in Michigan, has a vendetta against it, and that this recall was an attempt to level the playing field. It appears that Viridis uh, currently has 60 to 70% of the uh, laboratory testing market share for recreational pot there. And they believe that state regulators are uh, working to take them down by causing this negative publicity. So um, the, the lawsuit says that the timing of the recall was intended to impose maximum damage as it came just before the busy Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, this isn't actually the first time that the MRA and Viridis have sort of bumped heads. Uh, previously, the MRA called for retesting samples processed by the laboratory because the lab was accused of reporting unusually high THC percentages, often in excess of 27%. So unfortunately, the MRA has not commented on this lawsuit. Uh, but so far, there hasn't been any negative health results um, caused by the pot in question here. Just a really interesting uh, uh, situation in Michigan developing where maybe there's a little more to this than just a, a public safety recall. Yeah, that's weird when, uh, you know, government agencies have vendettas and things like that. It's <laughs> Or are accused of having. Or accused of it. Yeah, it's just a strange thing. And I mean... <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that, but the idea that the products are dangerous to begin with is kind of silly. Um, it's really just a, an issue of labeling or testing uh, properly, and, and that's it. So, I don't know. It seems like much ado about nothing. And yet, you know, it involved 400 different retail locations and all of that cannabis, so it, it was a, a big deal. The lawsuit says that Viridis, quote, seeks to shed light on the activities that the MRA had hoped to keep behind closed doors and to obtain legal and equitable relief for the wrongs committed by it, uh, by the MRA and its responsible employees. So, I don't know, mm. interesting interesting stuff in Michigan. More to the story, it seems, than uh, meets the eye. But anyway, uh, that's a little bit of a look at what's going on in the world of weed. Uh, but we have a an interesting holiday-themed segment coming up. <laughs> yes, it is our stoner uh, holiday survival guide. How to survive uh, the holidays if you're home visiting family that may may or may not approve of your uh, your cannabis uh, consumption, and uh, or even if they don't or do, uh, just how to survive being around them anyway. <laughs> Uh, which all of us can use a bit of, uh, you know, mirth and uh, enjoyment around the holidays. And uh, sometimes that can be with a little bit of medication that can help soften some of the edges in some <laughs> cases of, uh, <laughs> of these interactions, especially since some of us uh, haven't interacted with a lot of people in, in a while. So... Uh, yeah, why don't we take a break and then uh, we'll come back with the uh, Stoner Holiday Survival Guide. If you're ready to start your own home grow, you're going to need some seeds. Fortunately, our sponsor Rocket Seeds has you covered. You can find seeds for hundreds of high-quality cannabis varieties at rocketseeds.com, including many of our strains of the Fortnite. Rocket Seeds boasts an incredible inventory of quality-tested cannabis seeds. 
Whether you're looking for feminized, autoflowering, regular, CBD, or fast version seeds, Rocket Seeds has it all. Plus, Rocket Seeds ships internationally and discreetly and provides excellent customer service. And as a special promotion just for our listeners, you can use the code GBY10 to get 10% off your order at Rocket Seeds. So follow at Rocket Seeds on Instagram. Remember to tell them Danny sent you. And check out rocketseeds.com today and get growing. All right, everybody, welcome back. And as Dan alluded to uh, before we went to break there, um, we have a a holiday-themed segment for you, and it's tips for surviving the holidays with your family, or stoner tips for surviving the holidays with your family. And, uh, you know, we're we're giving a little bit of advice because a lot of us are visiting family, staying with them for a few days, and it could be be difficult, taxing. Yeah, and we realize also that... uh, it's obviously varying degrees depending on uh, where you live, uh, what your parents' uh, or family's tolerance level is of your cannabis use, whether they even know you use cannabis. I mean, there's so many factors. Um, some people uh, consume with their families, and uh, it's all part of the celebration. And then some people got to hide it. So uh, I, we're going to try to hopefully fit in some a little something for everybody. Uh, My family, but even if, they, they're fine with pot, but they're opposed to cannabis podcasts. So I have to hide this from them. I'm doing it in the basement, actually, right now. As oh, we, man, uh, they can't know about the show. They can't. And then <laughs> they don't. So that's great. But we've got some tips that we um, we kind of came up with for you. And so I'll kind of I'll bring up a tip and Dan will uh, maybe explain why uh, that is helpful. And the first thing that we offer to all of you for surviving the holidays with your family is edibles. <laughs> yes, the discreet uh, way of being medicated without uh, really uh, arousing too much uh, interest uh, basically just kind of mellows you out. Uh, don't want to overdo it with edibles. Obviously, you know, this is a touchy situation uh, because, you know, falling asleep uh, on the couch is not always, uh, you know, <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> looked. Yeah, acceptable. Uh, although, you know, you never know. So, um, but, you know, the key here is, uh, you know, take it slow. Um, a gum, couple gummies, you know, gummy here, gummy there. Um, and it just, like I said, it'll take some of the edges off and uh, help you just to deal with, uh, you know, inevitably uh, some situations maybe that. Uh, or conversations that you might not necessarily want to get too deep into or whatever it might be. Um, it's always helps to have uh, a little bit of edibles on hand uh, for that. We certainly do not recommend dosing anybody, obviously, uh, with anything that's uh, against their knowledge or their, or their will. You certainly don't want to do anything of that nature, uh, nor would I ever suggest something like that. But uh, for yourself or, you know, uh, any other consenting adults. It's uh, definitely a discreet way to do things. Yeah. Um, As always, yeah. though, we recommend that you, you know, take it slow with the edibles. Make sure you don't overdo it because that could lead to a whole host of other problems uh, that we're not dealing with on this podcast. <laughs> Indeed. Take it slow. This isn't the time to experiment with, uh, you know, higher doses than you would normally take. It's, it's definitely a time to just 
uh, take the edges off and, and enjoy, you know, sit back and, and smile and enjoy uh, being around family, even if you got disagreements or, or history that uh, isn't always great or however it might be. You know, some people, uh, it's obviously, you know, like I said, varying degrees um, of uh, medication necessary in this situation and god bless you if uh if the entire family can be can all be medicated together <laughs> uh willingly because that type of situation really just results in a lot of a lot of warmth and smiles and and good times but this um, this segment as, is not you know. for those those lucky people so no this is more <laughs> about just yeah making it through yeah. <laughs> as a stoner right. you know and so edibles uh, aren't for everybody so our other tip would be the one hitter but this, of course, requires uh, some action on your part. Right. Yeah. So the one hitter is, you know, it's more discreet than having a, a, a dube rolled up or a blunt, uh, God forbid, um, you know, because those things are going to blow up your spot, you know, and in, in certain situations, you definitely don't want to be super duper obvious about uh, what you're doing, you know, and, you know, you, you they're already going to be suspicious, you know, if in some cases, just from you going outside and coming back uh, in, in a different state of mind. Uh, so, you know, the one hitter keeps you from, from, from reeking too much on that return trip. Always helps to have, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, gum or, or mint uh, with you. Um, eye drops, if, if that's a thing that happens to you, that uh, is one of those, you know, poker tells that gives it away. Um, but you know, one hitters are definitely more discreet than, uh, joints and blunts or, or bongs, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't normally like to smoke one hitters in, you know, in most situations just because, you know, you get that one nice hit obviously, but the next like two or three kind of like hits aren't so great, but Hey, you know, you're, you're in a situation where you, uh, you need to hit and run. The one hitter comes in pretty handy for that, and uh, you know, especially if you got the dugout that keeps the one hitter inside and has your flower and your poker, and it helps. There you go. All right. So this next tip, you know, at some point, you might have to discuss cannabis with your prohibitionist relatives, and in that scenario, you really have two options: you could discuss or deflect. So we're going to give you our uh, tips for both, uh, starting with discussing cannabis. Yeah, I mean, this, again, is going to be in varying degrees, because if you've got pe people that are real anti and you're in a place where it's not legal, uh, you can, you know, discretion is the most important thing in that situation. Uh, but those things are changing, and you can also point to those changes. In, in many cases, um, you know, you can point out the fact that uh, there's probably alcohol at the table. There's certainly uh, a lot of sugar involved in most of these meals. Um, there's probably at least one or two people who are stepping outside to smoke cigarettes. Uh, so, you know, there's an irony in that situation there that you can point out as well. And, uh, you know, I, the most important thing is you can't let them shame you for being a cannabis user. I posted this. Uh, on social kind of blew up a little bit, but, the, but it, you know, this is something you can be proud of. Uh, and it's not a poison. It's not, you know, alcohol, uh, nicotine, uh, even sugar. Like I said, in, in large doses, those things are poisons and cannabis is a healing flower. So don't let them shame you, uh, you know, stand your ground as far as, as those things go. 
but you know it's 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 interesting to point out that times are changing countries have legalized like canada states are legalizing uh rec use has not destroyed anything or caused more accidents or any kind of more uh harms to society people are being uh, nonviolent people are being released from prisons, having their records expunged. Um, there, there's a, a, a lot of amazing things you can point to. I mean, there's an industry. There's hundreds of thousands of people who are employed in cannabis. There's uh, people in universities studying uh, the medicinal effects of cannabis now. There's uh, a lot of changes that have happened. So, uh, you know, if you have the type of people who are reasonable and will listen to those type of things and you're in a situation where you can can uh, discuss feel free to discuss and discuss like i said with knowing in your heart that you are right and we are right about cannabis it's, it shouldn't be illegal um and it should certainly not be frowned upon and there should not be this stigma and they shouldn't someone who's you know drinking booze uh should not be able to look down upon us as cannabis consumers it's just ridiculous so that's you know the situation if it's discussed right those are those are some tips for talking <laughs> about cannabis but discussing isn't necessarily right for everybody in some cases you're going to have to deflect yes deflect uh you know i'm russian uh <laughs> the obvious deflection in in our family and in and our get together is is to make a toast uh, and in this case, you know, it's an interesting thing because you're actually pointing out a bit of irony uh, to the fact that, you know, there's alcohol, this this totally acceptable uh, narcotic that people use uh, that they actually celebrate with moments that of enjoyment with family and then in their lives with a toast. Uh, and, you know, we'd like to do that with a roast. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the turkey. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about getting roasted. And uh, so, you know, it, it, that's always works as a deflection for, for me and or, or for, you know, in many communities where there's already been some wine poured at the table and or some beers or whatnot. And even if it's not an alcoholic uh, gathering, the uh, toast is still appropriate and uh, does have a way of kind of changing the tone uh, when it's going in kind of the wrong direction, you know, just that little ching, ching, ching on the glass and, yeah. you know, and just talking about something, maybe something you're thankful for, or just uh, noting, you know, the, the, the gathering and, and, and the people that are present, maybe even mentioning some of the people who couldn't be present. Uh, it, it, it changes the tone. So uh, that's what I would say is a deflection. Mike, do you have anything like... Uh, well, yeah, that's a, that's as... a great way to do it. You know, you could also talk about pop culture if that's something that you're into, or even politics if you're feeling really brave, although Oof. you might need a set of, uh, <laughs> of guidelines for that as well, which we can't yeah. get into here. But I'd steer clear in most cases of politics and religion and things like that yeah, and, and go for maybe some of the more lighthearted fare. <laughs> All right, so that's a discuss or de this next tip I'm calling the great escape. And it's because sometimes you just can't handle it. You got to get out of the house where you're staying. Uh, so you got to make an excuse and get out of there. Yeah. And it's not always easy because there might be some suspicion involved. You know, if it's like you and, and you know, that the uncle or the <laughs> cousin that, uh, you know, everybody knows. Uh, everybody knows and. Yeah, so there could be some suspicion here. And, and so it's not always easy to just uh, come up with an excuse, right, or a reason uh, to 
uh, step outside or, or into the garage or, or, or wherever you might go uh, to imbibe or consume cannabis uh, discreetly. But Mike, what do you got for this? Well, I, I personally, you know, people are cooking a lot around the holidays. I'm always offering to drive to the grocery store. I'm going to make a store run for anybody who needs anything at any time. I'm hopping in the car, I'm, I'm going to the shop and stop, and I'm, I'm getting uh, whatever they need to make their casserole. So, yeah, you got to come up with, uh, with some way to, to get out and, and preserve your sanity so everyone has their own process. But, but make sure you escape a little bit and, uh, and, you know, especially if you feel like you're about to lose your mind. Get out of there. Yeah, you know, I like that because you're actually helping, too. Yeah, it's I helpful, mean, it's like. Right. It's it's a win-win because you're you know they're, they're, they could be out of butter or olive oil or something and you know or even a beer or something, whatever it might be um, you know you're you're putting something in someone's hands that they they need uh, and then you know at the same time now you've you've got an excuse to uh, step outside they don't necessarily need to know you know that you didn't come come straight from the car. <laughs> right back to the house yeah. there was traffic you know, there was a long line or what happened in yeah. the parking lot you know of the of this you know Safeway or whatever whatnot so uh you know the timings the timings good too because they don't know how long the lines were the part you know the traffic like you said it's that's a really great one because you know no one can complain or call you out really on that let's you know you're you're benefiting the greater good uh, of the gathering and of your sanity. Yeah, and here's a pro tip: if you're really desperate, just hide the butter. And you say, "Oh man, we're out of we out of butter. I should go to the store, guys. I'll be back." 30, <laughs> that's a good. Thirty. I like that. Uh, so, okay, that's the great escape. Um, our last tip for uh, the stoner guide for surviving the holidays with your family. This is sort of a last resort. But it is. This is like break glass. In case of emergency, it, break glass. In case of emergency, it's the vape pen. Yes, the 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 dreaded vape pen. <laughs> uh, no, but this is really the perfect situation for the vape pen because, like, you know, you've got a few sitting around. You probably aren't hitting them all the time if you're like a grower or a connoisseur, uh, but you've got them, and they're there, and like someone gave it to you or you got it somewhere, and. Now's the time for that vape pen to shine. You know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna get you all the way over the hump, you know. But it'll, it'll ease the pain. You know what I mean? It'll just kind of, you know, just soften the edges and and uh, smooth down the corners a little, uh, and just you know, and and you know, used discreetly, uh, a vape pen you know can go a long way uh, to surviving. Uh, with your sanity intact in some of these situations, uh, you know, just dip out to the bathroom, uh, hit the vape pen a couple times. And now, I mean, gosh, there's vape, vape pens that actually taste good and, and work well. I mean, there's, uh, live, live resin vapes that are pretty fantastic that I've had. So, uh, I mean, there's even DMT ones, but that's, a whole different ball game and you don't yeah. want to you know <laughs> that you don't want to introduce i mean i don't know how they do in your family but uh yeah that's not one you, that's not one you just casually bust out uh at the in the vinkovetsky household <laughs> you gotta prepare people uh, mentally for that sort of thing uh but like i said you know uh we love our families and uh you know these are just ways for for you know for us to to 
joke around about surviving the holidays, but we, we really uh, we love getting together with uh, with friends and family and, and, and celebrating this time of year. The harvest is in, um, the jars are full with fresh flowers, and uh, now's the time to celebrate the bounty of that harvest. Indeed, yeah. We hope you don't need it, but, but those were our uh, stoner tips to survive the holidays with your family. And we hope you uh, you enjoy your time with your loved ones and the holiday and all of that. Um, why don't we take a little break, come back with a, uh, a little cultivation segment? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's teach them how to grow. If you're a grower or you're thinking about starting your first crop, then you need to know about Sweet Leaf Plant Nutrients. Sweet Leaf has an incredible line of organic fertilizers and of course, their legacy line that includes organic and some synthetic fertilizers. Check them out at sweetleaf.com. That's S-U-I-T-E-L-E-A-F.com. The code DANKO15 gets you 15% off everything at Sweet Leaf. That's 15% off their signature line of nutrients as well as essentials like complete indoor hydroponic grow tent kits and grow lights, plus awesome apparel, backpacks, and much more. If you join our Patreon, you'll get access to additional codes worth 20 and even 25% off. Patreon supporters also receive free Sweet Leaf nutrients just for signing up. Sweet Leaf provides all the tools necessary for the modern gardener. Check them out at sweetleaf.com and remember the code DANKO15. All right, welcome back, and it is our cultivation segment. I'm going to be talking about uh, common weed mutations, cannabis mutations in weed plants. Uh, They're not super common, these sort of genetic abnormalities, uh, but when they do occur, uh, they can really be confusing because um, what happens is you're trying to diagnose a problem, and ultimately it's really just a mutation. And uh, so I want to go through a few of these um, just so you're not shocked to find a mutant growing among your plants. In most cases, uh, you're just going to get rid of the affected plant and you'll be fine. Uh, But here's some of the out of the uncommon abnormalities. Here's some of the common ones. Um, Polyembryonic seeds. That's when you get two plants out of one seed. so it's almost like a twin, basically, but it's coming from one egg or seed. This is polyembryony. Um, and so it's like having twins, uh, but it's really ultimately one seedling at the end of the day. It's got one root system, um, but it's split into two plants. You can get them apart in some cases and make them separate plants if you'd like. Uh, you can grow them together. It's really like kind of they just... Uh, split at the top so that's not like one that you really have to like freak out about um another mutation is variegation this is kind of like albino weed when you get a plant that uh has a a, a, doesn't have the chlorophyll the pigment uh, that makes it green uh when that mutation happens it switches off the genes that make it green so um that's what causes albinism um in plants and so uh in this case, I would just say get rid of them. Uh, if you see a plant with this, it's not—it's uh, not something you really want to keep around. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's just going to be a pain in the butt. Uh, another one is 
webbed leaves, uh, duck's foot. This one is interesting because this is actually now, um, you know, people are breeding with duck foot plants and getting these cannabis plants that don't look at all like, uh, like cannabis in the traditional way that we think of it because the leaves are totally different. And they do a lot of this, it seems like in Australia and New Zealand, um, Dutch Passion has a variety called a Frisian duck um, that's like a duck foot variety. But I've been seeing more and more of these seeming to be coming out of the um, Australia and New Zealand area. Uh, for whatever reason, they've got a lot of these kind of funky, sometimes they even look like ferns. It's really weird, but uh, it's a great way to hide plants. I don't know if these are like, going to be the most potent uh, varieties with like, you know, all the gas and terps that we're looking for. So um, that can be an issue. And, you know, I, I'm not a big, uh, huge fan of those. Another mutation, uh, world phylotaxy. That's when you get three leaves from one node. Um, so it's a trifoliate, uh, it's a deformity uh, and a mutation in which three uh, cotyledons emerge from the first node instead of the usual two. Uh, and it usually only for affects plants in early stages of life. Uh, they usually stop do using that type of behavior. Uh, but uh, you gotta keep in mind that when a plant is trifoliate in that way, uh, it, they can exhi exhibit more hermaphroditic behavior um, and they're more likely to turn out to be males when flowered so it's probably best to get rid of them too. Uh, most of these mutations are not you know something you really want to keep around. Uh, here's a weird one too. People send, used to send us pictures of this all the time uh, at high times. It's buds growing from leaf uh, petioles. So it's actual flowers growing out of uh, the middle part of where the leaves um, meet together um, on a single cannabis leaf. So it's really, uh, it's a weird one. Um, sometimes it causes flowers to grow out of the base of that leaf. Uh, you, you might think that that would increase your yield, um, but the buds are usually pretty small. Uh, and uh, you, I would just say get rid of them because they're, they're freaky deaky and weird. But uh, if you like that sort of thing, keep them around you know they're not gonna kill anything uh, and the final one is polyploidism uh, which is basically extra genes this is where uh, uh, typically what happens is cells contain two sets of chromosomes and are referred to as diploid um, they inherit one set from each each of their parents uh, but when they these cells mutate uh, they can become polyploid uh, and then they have more than two sets of genetic markers so um, they do sometimes produce bigger yields, um, these weird mutant plants, uh, but uh, none have really been bred to do this on a regular basis or anything, so uh, I would not really experiment too much with those. I'd get rid of them as well. So pretty much the same advice for all these mutations. Uh, the important thing is just to be able to spot them and, and be able to recognize that it is a mutation and not... Uh, a pH issue or a nutrient deficiency or uh, overabundance of one of those things. So, uh, you know, those are some common mutations and how to spot them. And uh, I hope that helps you out and doesn't leave you too confused about uh, what can happen when the when genes mutate. All right. Sounds good. Hope that that helps everybody out. That is the grow tip for episode 80 
of GrowBud yourself. And now it's time to answer some listener grow questions. And if you have a question you would like answered, get in touch with us. Our email is info at growbudyourself.com. What do you say we hop right in? Let's do it. Great. Okay, so this first question comes from Jim, and he writes, uh, Hey, Danny, how often should I be replacing my HID, the high-pressure sodium grow light bulb? So what do you think? Yeah, you know, that's a really good question, and I do think that people don't replace their bulbs often enough. Uh, And I think with HPS lighting, uh, they should be replaced approximately every year uh, if you want it to perform at optimum level. Um, The issue also, though, is if you run them like 24 hours per day during the veg cycle uh, and they're not on like a 12-12 or you're using like ballast flippers or something, um, those can wear out a a little sooner. Uh, but I would say once a year is pretty smart to uh, to switch out your bulbs. And every, you know, three to five years, you probably need to switch out ballasts as well. Um, the thing about worn out bulbs is they will still send out some light, but at diminished levels. Um, and replacement bulbs are, are pretty cheap. So I don't think uh, it's really just a matter of, of having a calendar and making sure that... Uh, you do that because you will lose efficiency, especially if you've got a bulb that's been in there for like three years and um, is really struggling. So hopefully that helps. And uh, I would say every year uh, for for most uh, HID lighting. All right. There you go, Jim. So uh, let's move on to Amanda H. who writes, uh, hey, guys, what's the difference between hemp and cannabis? What would you say to Amanda? Yeah, you know, I think there's probably a lot of people confused about this because uh, out there now you're seeing hemp, uh, smokable hemp, you know, being packaged similarly to cannabis. Uh, I'm seeing it out there for sure, so I know other people are seeing this, um, particularly in places where cannabis is not legal. Uh, And so they're wondering, like, well, what's that? Because traditionally hemp has been grown for, you know, rope, fiber, seeds, that sort of thing even more recently for CBD oil. Uh, But as far as people smoking hemp flour, that's a fairly new new phenomenon uh, and an interesting one. And so hemp flowers are now resembling cannabis flowers in every way except THC levels. So the terpenes are there. Uh, Obviously, you know, people are making Delta-8 out of uh, hemp, uh, which is a whole other process. But uh, everything's there but the THC, so they can smoke the hemp flowers and uh, not be affected by the psychoactivity of THC, uh, but still be, you know, smoking cannabis, but not high THC cannabis. So I guess the difference is, is, is the line is blurring, but the real difference is in the percentage of THC uh, that is in the hemp. And lots of hemp is now uh, being tested and testing too hot. Uh, with too much THC and being destroyed, uh, even in places like Colorado, uh, where they do have legal cannabis growing, but if the hemp tests too too positive, uh, it has to be destroyed. So the lines are blurring, but basically, um, you know, traditional hemp was grown for seed and fiber, uh, and so resinous female flowers was not a thing. Uh, only more recently has that become um, more of a thing. And now, especially with the CBD and CBG and CBN and, uh, you know, the lesser cannabinoids and, and that sort of thing uh, being extracted from uh, flowering, you know, female flowering hemp 
plants. Uh, there, there's uh, there's going to be more blurring of those lines. I'm more I'm also interested in, to see um, whether there's a blurring there of like the pollen from male hemp plants, uh, basically seeding uh, seedless cannabis crops. I mean, uh, inevitably that's happening and going to happen um, as the farms get bigger and bigger and closer and closer together. So uh, it's interesting to see the future of that. Uh, we never dreamed of you know, where hemp would be, you know, 25, 30 years ago uh, in when the hemp industry kind of got going in the 90s. But uh, things have changed a lot. And uh, it's interesting to see the smokable hemp flower out there in, in the world. But uh, it's not for me, but I know it's helping someone out there. So uh, I hope they enjoy it. Indeed. Yeah. Cannabis's cousin is definitely having a moment of late uh, but we hope that answers your question, Amanda. And uh, let's do one more. Let's go to Zachary in Florida. He writes, uh, hey, guys, I've noticed lots of online weed sales. I'm interested in making a purchase, but I have yet to do so because I'm worried about losing my money. Any recommendations would be greatly appreciated. Uh, what would you say to Zachary C? Yeah, I strongly recommend not purchasing cannabis online, uh, avoiding the scammers. There's just too many out there uh, on Instagram. And I mean, I've had my own Instagram copied by people because they were trying to scam people. And uh, you're not going to get what you're ordering. Uh, and you're also giving over your information uh, to potentially hackers, potentially law enforcement. You really don't know. Uh, and I, I think you're just better off either finding a, a, a real life connection in, in real life. Uh, growing your own is always an option. That's obviously something we push on the show. Uh, but without that, you know, I would not uh, order pot through the internet. It's just, I mean, unless obviously nowadays, you know, if there's a dispensary, you know, and it's legal. Uh, and you're in somewhere like Massachusetts where you can order online and, ha and have it waiting for you, that's a whole different story. I mean, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, a stranger, uh, you know, connect connecting through DMs on Instagram or, or Facebook or somewhere uh, and just offering you cannabis or, or drugs of any kind. It's, I think, uh, you know, you're just throwing caution to the wind at that point. And uh, there's definitely better ways to find it and get it, and uh, I would not recommend doing it online in that way. You know, like I said, if it's a legit dispensary and they're going to have it waiting for you, uh, curbside delivery style, you know, have at it. But uh, but don't not not complete strangers, and not even if you think it's a legit source, because a lot of times, like I said, they'll they'll try to look like the real deal. Uh, there is really no real deal people that are doing that in their dms you know i mean if it's a dispensary they're doing it on their website uh so no don't not do not order cannabis online be careful when ordering seeds too i mean make sure that the companies you're ordering from have been around and have a history and and that they're not uh, a scammer that's imitating that company yeah we know desperate times call for desperate measures but but try to keep some perspective and be safe out there uh that is gonna do it for the cultivation Q and A, uh, thanks to everybody who wrote in. We are going to take one more question over on Patreon, and it's going to be about uh, breeding and when to introduce pollen. So, if you're interested in that, join us on Patreon.com/slash Danny Danko. Uh, but thanks to everybody who wrote in. Once again, if you have a question, uh, you could reach us at info at growbudyourself.com. 
Uh, why don't we take a little break, come back, and then wrap this one up? Let's do it. All right, welcome back, and it's time for the wrap, uh, episode number 80. I want to thank you guys for uh, supporting us and sticking around. Uh, This has been our holiday show. Hope you guys are enjoying your holidays with friends and family uh, and plenty of cannabis, however you choose to imbibe. I want to thank the sponsors, Excelsior Extracts. Uh, Check out their pain relief rub on Instagram. Uh, Sweet Leaf Nutrients, the code is DANKO15 for 15% off and even more percent off and some gear and other products of theirs if you join our Patreon at different levels. Uh, Rocket Seeds, uh, Cannabis Seeds, GBY10 gets you 10% off of everything uh, available from Rocket Seeds. And uh, Vapor.com, our affiliate, uh, where Grow Bud Yourself 20 gets you 20% off everything site-wide. Um, and that's a pretty unique code for them at vapor.com. They don't, they, they give out the 15 percenter, but the 20 is, uh, is pretty rare. So check them out. If you have any kind of interest in vapes, uh, vapor accessories, glass products, uh, CBD products, all kinds of stuff. Um, it's pretty vast what they sell. So, uh, thanks to them. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to Mike. Happy holidays. I hope you guys, uh, like I said, enjoy it, uh, properly pot properly uh and uh yeah episode number 80 let's put it in the books